Guys, it's that time again. Step in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast. Guys, it is me, Travis D. Once again, uh, this show is uh, just being run by myself currently because of the pandemic from the COVID 19. There's a Jay and Dally being the essential employees. They are in their personal lives outside the podcast. Could not be here with me again today, but that's okay because I promised you guys part two of the SCW live roundtable that we did a couple weeks ago. If you haven't had a chance to check out part one, that was released last week, so make sure you go listen to that. A lot of cool things were discussed there, such as a lot of cool things discussed in this one. Uh, a majority of the conversation we have uh, in part two here, uh, a lot of it's Hunter Payne. If you guys don't know, uh, former SCW heavyweight champion, current two-time SCW tag champion, uh, one half of Elite Payne. Uh, basically he is the backbone of Southland Championship Wrestling. And I give him a lot of grief. I give him a lot of shit here on the podcast. But when you look at it from push comes to shove at the end of the day, without Hunter Payne, there probably wouldn't be an SCW. So guys, I hope you enjoy part two here as much as you enjoyed part one. Um, and make sure you tune in next week for uh, part three, which should be the final installment of the SCW roundtable. And hopefully following that, we should be uh, bringing back Dizzle J and Dally and uh, doing in a good old-fashioned original JFW podcast. So sit back, relax, and again, enjoy part two of the SCW Roundtable. This episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by BallWash.com. Now, it's no secret that the man's most prized possession also happens to be the most sensitive part of his body. Balls are prone to sweat, odor-causing bacteria, and irritation. Upgrade your balls game with quality products formulated to keep your skin healthy and fresh. Guys, that is where BallWash.com comes in. Go to BallWash.com right now. Check out the variety of products they have as well as kits and subscriptions they have available for you. And when you hit that checkout button and you go to pay for that order, make sure you use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T at checkout. It will save you 15% on your entire order. That's right, ballwash.com. When it comes to your sack, they got your back. Oh, he left? Yeah, he left. Oh, good. Thank God. So how are you, Travis? I'm doing good, Steve. Uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And I, I know you're a huge fan of the show, and I, I appreciate you boosting the podcast in a positive way. You know, it, it, it's easier when we have like the fan support that we have, especially from you. You're welcome. Um, I like I like the podcast. Listen thanks. to it on my way to work and on the way home sometimes. So I appreciate that. Uh, Bulletproof. If you wanted to call back in, I do appreciate you giving uh, Sen all his time. But if you do want to call back in, I did have a couple questions for Bulletproof LLC. I would like to ask. So if you have a moment, you feel the need to call call back in. There was a question that uh, Bulletproof did ask me, and it. Uh, he wanted me to ask you, Steve, why you are a supporter of Bulletproof now, even though back in the day you uh, really didn't like him. Well, you know, things evolve. People evolve. Who you like evolve. Someone you liked 10 years ago, you may start to like them now. Things evolve. And as a humans, we evolve mm -hmm. with our taste in music, TV shows, 
you know, food. My food hasn't evolved. I eat the same crap, but <laughs> you evolve as a person. So when you start seeing something that's starting to like, ooh, you know, I'm starting to like that. I'm starting to like that. I have to admit, and I'll put, I'll say it right here. I was the biggest hater of Max Holiday. I'm starting to like the guy a little bit. Got to admit it. You mean the, that uh, might give me some time, people that might not like me for that, but you know, three, three time SCW heavyweight champion Max Holiday. At least he's a fighting champion. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, he went out there with a broken foot and still defended the title until you know, stripped from him. What you need to ask, you should ask the Sentinel is, you know, Starks. I don't know how many times he don't show up to a show, comes to a show, whatever, but he gets a gets a title shot right away from Max Holiday. That's mm-hmm. the type of stuff that's going on. Yeah, that title shot should have been getting somebody else. That's been scraping, you know, busting their ass at SCW. I'd I'd rather see that title shot be given to Max Blaylock, or I was going to say somebody other than, say. and then what you basically gave it to someone that's been wrestling for another organization. Well, let, me, uh, let me let me ask you guys a question. Uh, and by the way, I just want everyone to acknowledge the fact that Bulletproof was called into this conversation right before I asked Steve that question. And he waited until Steve was done before he responded. That's what people should do when they're on a call. Not Sentinel. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, what the fuck is that? But <laughs> Bulletproof, I appreciate uh, waiting for Steve to kind of give his answer. But I want to ask you guys both a question, uh, being uh, being kind of uh, fans of not only current wrestling but the past wrestling. I'm a huge fan of believing that the IC champion, uh, you need to go for the IC title, like the, the IC title before the heavyweight title. Should that be kind of the same way in SCW, go for the Genesis title, see how you work with that before you go for the SCW heavyweight championship? I believe, you know, the IC title was always – Honestly, it was the hardest working title on that, the WWF, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. your hardest workers were actually work, wrestling for the IC title. Yeah. I'd rather, I used to rather watch those matches than a, a heavyweight title match. Mm-hmm. You know, people just think, you know, I, what I'm seeing is certain people just get thrown into heavyweight titles down at, you know, in the Southland here if they like the owner, they like the commissioner, whoever. Let's yeah. just it, it, let's take a quick detour from there. I mean, the championships. I'm glad they brought the Genesis title in because it, you know there needed to be something uh, to keep compete with. You know, mainly before or right just right after intermission. Uh, I think it's a good title to have there uh, mm-hmm. to have have a vested interest in something up to be on the line. But you know, the tag team titles. I mean, quite honestly, Hunter Payne and and Marco can be. Tag team champions for the next five years. The you know the tag team scene. I mean, Sentinel wants to brag about all the talent he's brought in. But what has he done to bring in new tag teams? No? Yeah, Ma- no. Max Playlock and and James Creed are gonna. You know they're gonna spring off on their own. They're itching to do their own singles work, and they're putting they're putting together some decent single stuff. So I mean, even the modern day uh, sharpshooters Sharp- are gonna. You know, not be competing for the tag team titles as often. If you notice that uh, they've been wrestling singles matches for the last yeah, you know, two or have. three shows. So, yeah. And then you just get a hodgepodge of people thrown together. You know, uh, if, you know, Marche Rocket's available, next thing you know, you know, he's tagging with somebody else that we haven't seen in a long time, and they're the tag team champions. For, well, that's just a way for Lee Payne to keep their titles, you know. Yeah, just, kudos to them. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a that's a good way. 
to keep yeah. the top. Oh, that's, well, that's, a, that's a chicken shit way, but that's just me. Well, let me uh, let me let me ask you a quick question about bulletproof that um, I've kind of been curious about, uh, and obviously we don't speak a lot um, outside of what we're doing right now. And I do appreciate you taking the time out to talk with me. I do appreciate that, uh, Bo. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate <laughs> Absolutely. that. Thank you. Um, when it comes to uh, bulletproof LLC, I've seen a lot of. Uh, um, members like kind of come and go, and I, I'm horrible at names, and I do apologize. Uh, but big, I want to say Tully or Sully, is that correct? Well, I mean these these are again what, what's uh, Big Tully? Yeah, <laughs> or, or as Irish Car Bomb called him, Big Tammy, uh, <laughs> which was a I kind of laughed and chuckled at that. But um, no, I mean we brought we brought Big Tully in, and um, there, there was an issue with some of, I say, um, performance issues. So okay. we parted ways from that standpoint. So we, we couldn't come to eyes because, I mean, anyone who's in the Bulletproof organization now, we, we have an internal contract. So, so Adam Cage, myself, and Keist have, have contracts uh, for together, and we – Similar to almost like a trial by Austin Fury is is a contracted bulletproof LLC wrestler. Um, but okay. Unfortunately, he had a horrific car crash. You know, he's come back now. I told him to take as much time as he needed because uh, you know, obviously, you want to make sure that your guys are are. We 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 had a, a big string of bad luck in terms of trying certain people. Um, Austin Fury, I thought, great young talent. He came in. Uh, he was exactly kind of what we wanted, and you know the car accident happened. So prior to him, we had uh, Andy Black. Uh, we had beautiful Brad Kevins. We had uh, Jack Shatter for for a, a minute, a hot second, um, and actually even we we even had Max Blaylock uh, was in for for a minute. He was in the the, the big uh, fight for the presidency. I don't know if you guys remember that, because of certain people were let go without my knowledge, and and that's why we do the bulletproof contracts now, because SCW, the organization who handling the contracts there, had just let the performer go and didn't tell us. So a lot of times I find I find that out maybe a day, a couple of days before, maybe. You know, maybe maybe a day before. That's not a whole lot of time to prepare. But, I mean, for for what we put out there, uh, all the speed humps that I've been given, I still go out there and try to perform the best with whomever I'm performing with and give the fans a show uh, to the best of my capability. Whether, whether I come out on top or whether I don't, sometimes that's not really the most important thing to me. Um, most important thing to me is that is that the effort from Bulletproof LLC is consistent and a hundred percent in what we believe in. So, I mean, from a from a performer standpoint, thank you for bringing that up, by the way, because it's kind of a it was. I've thought about that a lot of how many guys have come and gone, but I also brought that up too from how many guys have come and gone in the last three years. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of performers that have just left. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those guys we, we had significant feuds with. Uh, Brahma Lumberjack, the Lunatic. 
I, you know, I did a big program with the lunatic for a long time. Um, but I miss the lunatic, to be honest with you. I like, I really liked him. And I, I liked the way the fans, um, I, I liked the way the fans interacted with him. Uh, he was, yeah. he definitely had the biggest <laughs> pop, the biggest pop of any performer we've had in SCW. Yeah, I mean, there's no argument that he definitely was a fan favorite, especially in SCW. Um, and I do like because I do remember again when I uh, when I first started coming uh, coming out in like 2017, 2018, stuff like that. Um, you still you you had your England career like you did now. I mean, everything before uh, the whole like firing and situation with Keith and all that. But um, it seemed like you were given the opportunity to the younger talent to come up, like as you mentioned with. Uh, with uh, Andy Black and like all that creation. Um, one of the biggest questions I do have, I actually have two more questions for you. And then uh, I believe Hunter Payne tried to call in. So I got to take his call. Um, but oh, I have please, two please don't. I, I, I have to, I, I gotta be, I gotta be fair or I'm no better than Sentinel. So I know, um, I know. <laughs> I do have two questions for you. Uh, the one I'm, I, it's going to be a little long to describe, but I want to try to ask it without disrespecting anybody. Um, it seems that Bulletproof is missing a major, like, main event talent. And when I say that, I mean, like, when it comes to Adam Cage, I think Adam Cage is definitely Genesis Championship ready. I wouldn't say SCW Championship ready. And I'm not saying that I'm right about that 100% because it's just an opinion how I see it. Um, do you believe, like, I, I'm sorry, not believe, but if you were to choose somebody off the current SCW roster who could be that main event guy to go for the SCW Heavyweight Championship, who would that be in your opinion if you had to pick from the current SCW roster? Well, I mean, before he left, I, I liked Maverick Cage. I thought he would be a uh, – I think he would be a solid pick, but Elite Payne ended up picking up and, and look look what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that wouldn't have happened had he come my way. And me and Maverick had had some, some conversations. I've had some conversations with Marche Rocket. Uh you know, casual conversations, but you know what? He's going to do what's right for his family, and, and I'll respect that at the end of the day. And if we're across from each other, I mean, I'm going to treat him no differently than I treat anybody else. Business is business, and I'm out to win championships and money. But I agree with you. You know, myself included, I don't take it as a disrespect. I mean, we, we are missing that key component of, of having somebody that we could rally behind that could carry the SCW championship for us. Um, from... Uh, also, maybe Jay. I like Jay. JPH. Yeah, I think JPH. he's. I think he's fantastic, and he put on a hell of a. You know, if if you didn't get to see his match against Marche Rocket, um, mm -hmm. I actually watched it from the curtain because I was very interested to see what he could put together, and he 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 definitely could hold his own. He ended up winning that match. He beat Marche Rocket. Yeah, when it comes so, to JPH, uh, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. I apologize. When it, when it comes to JPH, um, he has been one of my favorites ever since uh, Rulers of Wrestling. I mean, even during the whole feud he had with RK, RK Savage with the I Quit match, uh, the triple threat match with Brian Cage and Marche, and then, yeah, even the JPH Marche singles match. I mean, he goes out there and he performs to, like, you know, like he leaves it out there 110% every single night. And, um, I know that there's an issue between uh, him, Creed, and Blaylock, and who should be the next contender for the Genesis title. Uh, there's no doubt that he is uh, Genesis title uh, worthy, but also SCW. And if he could get into Bulletproof, I mean, there's a longevity that 
that it just seems to be missing with some of the talent that comes and goes from Bulletproof. I mean, even like if he was a tag with Adam Cage, I mean, Bulletproof can have all the gold. Agreed. I agree with that. Uh, someone, you know, it's funny. Uh, someone also, I know the fans like quite a bit, uh, Mulligan. I really like Mulligan. And mm-hmm. actually, he and I have shared a pint. I tell a funny story that I was on a business trip um, at Midway Airport. And my flight, I usually, I get there really early. I'm usually up at like 5. And if my flight's at 8, you know, I'd, I sit around the airport and I do, you know, I do emails and, and such. And I was at Harry Carey's. And I heard some guy with an Irish accent. And I turned around and it was Mulligan and he was drinking a Guinness. It was seven in the morning on a Tuesday. (laughs) And I can respect a guy like that, you know, but I also know he, you know, he's a good business guy too. And he's going to do what's best for him. And he's got a good gimmick, you know, there's, but I, I, we've talked about it. He and I have talked about it in great discussion that if something changes and he doesn't like his position, that having power in numbers is not a bad thing, you know, to, to, to continue to elevate, you know, your spot because no, no one's guaranteed anything, you know, mm-hmm. here today, gone tomorrow. I'm sure you saw the look on Marche Rocket's face when he lost the JPH, sat there with his hands on his hips. And I'm sure he's got some questions in his mind of, you know, damn, because that guy's used to winning all the time, you know. No, oh, yeah. It, it's got to be a rough. It's like the Bill Goldberg, WCW <laughs> era of the SCW. I heard you hardly ever see that guy take a pinfall loss unless there's something screwy going on. So, but yeah, to give you an idea of who I might be interested in off the current roster, I like Blaylock and Creed, but I hate them too. So I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I don't think they have the business acumen right now. Uh, to to go into discussions and whether they like what I just said right now, I could care less. Yeah, but realistically, I mean, like with being kind of um, managed or guided by Doc Blaylock, I mean that's got to benefit them to a certain extent, right? Absolutely, Doc has a great mind for the business, uh, crafty veteran, and and he knows at some point in time he knows how he's going to be able to get his boys. Victories. Right now, the the way to those victories is is by giving him giving them insight and being there for them when they when they win and getting behind their brand. If anyone's seen their kind of videos, uh, I really enjoy them. Their highlight videos, they're yeah. they're awesome. They're great. They're doing everything that they need to be to stay relevant. They're traveling to other organizations. Uh, winning championships and and they're not on the bottom of the card, you know they're the, they're the middle to the top middle of the card. That's a good place to be at their age. Uh, I I can't really say anything bad about how they've been able to evolve, but a lot of that comes from the guidance of a veteran such as Doc Blaylock. It's a good it's it's a good thing. A lot of times, a lot of these kids that are second generation don't want anything to do with their dads. Um, in terms of trying to get them uh, straight up. But I don't think Max is doing that. But he's taking the advice of his dad seriously, and it's, it's paying off for him. His, his, 
you you take Max Play like two years ago versus now, man, that guy. I, I now I kind of cringe when I see if his name's across from me. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to work a little bit harder tonight. Great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I mean, like watch, watching him from what he was then to what he is now. I mean, him and Creed, uh, JPH, like, I mean, it's only been a few years that I've been watching them, but you could definitely see uh, the evolution and how rapidly they're moving through and, you know, learning the business and going out there and making a name for themselves. I mean, you have uh, the Sharpshooters, who are the current ARW Tag Team Champions. Uh, I know it's killing them not to be uh, be defending them right now because of this whole uh, COVID-19 situation. Um, but the final question I had for you uh, before uh, before I let you go is, obviously, Bulletproof LNC does travel a lot, go out and enjoy themselves on the planes and the buses and everything. How much has this uh, quarantine affected uh, your guys' social life and getting out and enjoying uh, what's out there? Well, just so everybody knows, my wife is a nurse. And so currently I'm grounded. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be traveling anywhere anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, you know, stay at home dad right now. And, uh, you know, my, my wife is out there working double shifts and, uh, we haven't seen a, a ton of her. She's got off today. So she's, she's on her computer over there. So I'm giving her her time. She's giving me my time, but, um, she, uh, this has been an interesting time for sure. And yeah. uh, what it means for the wrestling business or travel in general and the lifestyle that maybe I was used to or the lifestyle that everybody was used to is probably not going to be the same afterwards. So uh, like I tell everyone and kind of our bulletproof model is, is, is adapt. Got to learn to adapt and move on. I mean, the more we sit back and look back and go, oh, geez, remember back then, remember back then. You know, when, when I'm bringing up the past, why well, I brought up the past earlier was just to tell somebody, like, my tenure in the business or my tenure with Southland was, six, you know, six years. It's a long time. Yeah. That, that's really the only, that's really the only reference I gave was I, I had been with the company for that. I mean, I know Bain X and uh, maybe Bain X has been there for quite a while. Marche Rocket was around back then. But, I mean, there's a lot of guys that have come and gone. I've been there. I had to work my way up, too. I was the first match of every card for, hell, maybe three years, two, three years oh, when wow. I first started there. Yep. So, I mean, I, it's not like anything was given to me. And, sure, I may not have the best win-loss record, but, you know, who's counting at this point? I'm too old to remember. <laughs> but you're out there performing and that's you know and that's what matters you know it's you're, you're going out there every single day and doing what you need to do to you know get get the fans right behind you because i mean like there's no secret that bulletproof is growing a fan base that honestly surprised me i didn't think anyone would jump on the back of bulletproof i mean not not nothing against your guys' talent but more of a I mean, you're, you're you're not you're not a lot of fan favorites. Let's be honest, but I mean, you're getting there, and I think a lot of that has to do with this whole key sentinel issue as well. Like I said, if it looks like a turd, it's probably a turd. <laughs> well, sir, I appreciate you taking the time out to sit with me and talk a little bit. It's uh, sure. it's, it's nice to have these opportunities because, like I said, like we 
before this, we never really talked too much. I, I talked with Adam from time to time and had a chat with him. I know he may have mentioned being here at some point. Uh, if he shows up later, I'd love to talk with him. If not, we'll definitely uh, meet up down the road. But I do appreciate you sure. taking the time out to talk with me. Uh, Hunter, if you're out there and you want to call in, you're more than welcome to. Uh, Steve, if you want to hang around for a bit, you know, you're welcome to do that too. Thanks, Travis. All right. You take care, sir. Bye. Yeah, I'll hang around. Right. Unless you uh, kick me off. You know, somebody kicks me off, but. I think the only person that kicked you off is me, and I'm not going to do that anytime. Oh, all right. I see. But, you know, if, uh, Hunter, if you want to try calling back in, you're more than welcome to. Um, between that, I did mention I got to plug some stuff while I do this because this is going to be released as a podcast later. So if you guys haven't had a chance yet, make sure you check out our merchandise at tpublic.com, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW. You can find all the merchandise that we have there. Uh, you can find Dally's uh, new T-shirt that was released, my T-shirt that's released, Dizzle J's T-shirt, uh, the old JFW logo, new JFW logo. They're all there, all available. You get them on T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, uh, buttons, pins, magnets, notebooks, uh, cell phone cases, uh, laptop cases, and stuff like that. Um, Help us out uh, by going to tpublic.com, search JFW, pick up your merchandise and everything. So Don't forget the famous hashtag FSteve shirt. Right? It's crazy. I've seen someone wearing it, but I've never seen anyone buy it. And uh, I was actually kind of hoping to have a talk with um, with him about that, too. Gimmick infringement. Uh, I got to say, I haven't heard too much about him since I mentioned it either. No, he's been kind of quiet on that. Yeah, was, it, was it took that night he come out, man. I was like, "What the hell is that?" I was like, "Oh shit!" That says F. Steve. You know, I'm 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 flattered that a wrestler has to use my name to get over. Right. <laughs> and I'm just a fan. Hey, and, and that's a yes, Hunter. I do have time for you now. Please, uh, please call in. Um, but no, I mean it's a, a perfect example. I mean, you and me, like when I started out JFW, I mean, you're kind of a jackass, man. But. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we get along now. We talk, you know. You've been on the podcast. You and Sentinel uh, were the first uh, like interview that we kind of did. I mean, we did some powerhouse interview promos and stuff, but first sit down and talk and more behind the scenes interview that we did for the show. And that was a lot of fun, you know. And oh, it was. Now, now yeah. look. Now, now he's saying he ain't got time for you now. Maybe I don't see. Uh, God, that's well, the type of that's the type of ego you have to deal with with him. Pain. You know, I used to be a supporter of him, and I'm starting to learn that. You know, I'm a big guy. He's he's big guy. Yeah, that ego's huge on him. Well, it is a quarter to noon, so it might be dinner time for him. So, or might yeah, might just be getting up too. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> now, Hunter, please call in. I do. I would love to talk to you, and I'm sure a lot of uh, your um, your fellow superstars would like to hear from you, and some of the fans that we have on here. There he is. Oh, jeez. Now I'm fucking nervous. Answer it. Okay. Just right. answer it. Yeah, just answer it. You there, Hunter? He's not sure how to use a phone. I, I feel so bad for it, too. Hunter, if you're there, I need you, I need you to answer me, brother. I'm here. Oh, there Jesus. we go. There we go. Hey, I'm for not... some reason, I feel like I need to disinfect this phone before I use it talking to you two assholes. Uh, <laughs> that's so hurtful. I, I've been nice to you the entire time I've been on here. You haven't been nice to nobody, bro. I've been, I've been a little bit nice. I'm not going to lie. I've been a lot nicer than I, I used to You're be. You're on bulletproof, Sass, really... but other than that, you, you know. Hey, hey, okay. You just give them props where they're due. 
I, I think I was pretty nice to everyone I've had on the show so far, even Sentinel, who, Sentinel again, who hung up on you because he couldn't stand talking to you anymore. He, Sentinel yeah. always seems to kind of ignore the questions that are asked and then gets so frustrated to the point where he walks out. I mean, a lot of times he gives you the answers. You, he gives you the answers. You just don't want to hear them. I think oh, I think majority of his answers are point taken, point proven. You just made the point for me. It's like a I lot of times, it. if you let go back and listen, you make his point half the time. He doesn't need to answer it. You answer it for him because he don't know how to answer it. <laughs> no, he he actually does, Steve. No, he when you're on a, one of these days when you're on his level and my level, you'll understand. Oh, I'm on his level. Well, it's not too, it's not hard too hard to get on his level. Well, Hunter, I, I promise you I'm going to be very respectful to you as I do have a couple questions I kind of want to ask you. Uh, one of the biggest ones I have is uh, you ended uh, 2019 as SCW Heavyweight Champion. Now, during that time, uh, the tag team ch uh, titles were defended between Marco and Maverick. Uh, after, And I'm not saying this just to say, but it's part of the question. After you lost the title to uh, Max Holiday, you kind of took back that role of tagging with Marco defending the tag team titles. Now, you were the first ever SCW Tag Team Champions. Now, how does it feel again to be defending tag team titles as compared to defending the SC titles uh, individually? Um, I love defending the tag titles, to be honest with you. Uh, mm -hmm. Marco and I have been together for, man, I'm going to say 12, 12 years, 15 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. We've been together for a long time, so uh, we work well together. And uh, I just look forward to the team. He's one of my uh, one of my brothers in this business, man. I was his yeah. trainer way back in the day. Now we're teaming, and we've held uh, tag titles all over the all over the Midwest. Gotcha. Is there a is there a certain uh, is there a difference? Um, obviously, you know, tag team single competitions are different. I get that. But is there a feeling that's a little bit different de between defending the two titles? Like, like, do you go in with a different mindset defending a heavyweight championship over a tag team championship? Or is it, hey, it's a title, it's going to be mine at the end of this match? Well, yeah, you got to have the mindset on both of you're going to go out there and you're going to win. Mm -hmm. And you're going to leave it all out there. Yeah. Um, when you're when you're in a tag, uh not everything is 100% focused on you, right? You have three other guys out there with you. When you're defending a heavyweight title, all eyes are on you. You're in there 100% of the time, you know. So you got to be a little more focused, a little more geared up for a, a singles rather than a tag, and again, in my opinion. But I, I've been a tag wrestler most of my career. I love tag team wrestling. I think actually in uh, today's wrestling, it's a lost art. Tag team wrestling, when done right, is to me the best. Oh, I agree with hundred percent. I'm a huge fan of tag team wrestling. If and it's like you said, if it's done right, um, I know there's more of. I'm a huge fan of tag team wrestling when people go out there and they actually have a plan, not just like tag, get some shit in, tag out and back and forth. Like, but there's actually a plan to make it work. And I think like you can see the differences in the experience that you and Marco have over the. Um, the new uh, up and coming like bulletproof L or not bulletproof LLC, I'm sorry, uh, sharpshooters. Now, great tag team, current ARW tag team champions, not taking anything away from them, but you could definitely see a difference in how you guys tag compared to how they tag. And I think For it's sure. the experience For that sure. you learn. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit also about uh, what happened last month at the uh, last SCW show. Uh, you saw um, a formation of a tag team that came out. 
Uh, you guys had the opportunity to have their first tag team match at SCW. And we also saw the debut of a new manager for um, uh, for Lee Payne. So I want to talk to you first off, like, how do you get prepared for a tag team you never faced? And what was your mindset when you saw uh, C-Red coming out? Um, going into that match that I knew not too much about Just Amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um he came in with uh, him and DeCobra pulled one over. They formed uh, they formed the tag team, and then Johnny Wild happened to be behind the whole thing, which doesn't surprise me for whatever reason. Uh, when I kicked Johnny Wild's ass to the curb, he's had it out for me ever since. He'd been trying to find two guys uh, to take Marco and I out for quite a long time, and uh, he hasn't succeeded. You know, uh, when C Red came out. Um, I honestly thought he was going to go after uh, Johnny Wilde and try and take uh, Just Amazing and Cobra from them. But uh, Windy City ties are stronger than you think, buddy. That's all I can tell you. I got you. Now, I, I remember um, seeing C Red for uh, – I remember watching him myself in the Independence for uh, – Probably, probably a better part of about 12, 13 years now. Uh, and he was a manager of a lot of great uh, tag teams. Uh, there was Team Dammit down in New Breed Wrestling Alliance. There was uh, Soul Touchers I've seen uh, at the Elite Pro Wrestling uh, Company. And uh, now I'm seeing them uh, manage Elite Payne here in SCW. Now, you guys had a manager uh, a couple years back in Bobby Blues. What is, uh, like, what's, what's the mindset on uh, one manager over another? You know, like, 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 what's what's the idea of uh, how managers uh, work with tag teams? You know, compared to a different manager. Well, back when Bobby Blue stopped managing us, he decided he wanted to go off and try his hand at wrestling. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, I can't begrudge him that. Yeah. Um, to each their own. I had no problem with that. Can't be mad at the guy. Uh, he's trying to, you know, fulfill his dream, do his thing, like we all do. Right. So I can't be mad at him for that. Um, but you, when you get C. Red in your corner, you get probably one of the best managers of the past uh, 15, 18 years in him. Um, his knowledge and experience is that, uh, that unlike any other. Uh, you could put any manager up against C. Red, and uh, 9.9 out of 10 times, I'm going to take C. Red over the other guy. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and who, who would have thought C Red, the most colorful, uh, flamboyant, uh, energetic uh, manager in the independent scene would would want to come and uh, join forces with uh, Elite Payne, right? Yeah, and that, and that was one of the coolest things that like you know happened. I mean, like it's, I mean, you got the uh, oh crap, no, I can't remember the name. Southland Bully, right? That's what you used to go by. Yes, sir. Okay. I mean, even Bobby Bobby Blues. Bobby Blues is very uh, flamboyant and out there and everything, too. So to have those mesh of personality with Bobby Blues managing um, the Southland Bully, the hard-hitting um, Elite Pain, and then also C-Red, very flamboyant, very energetic, going out and doing the same thing. Now, the only difference is between uh, Elite Pain then and Elite Pain now is, like, you have more, like, fan support behind you uh, in 2019-2020 than you did in 2017-2018. I mean, back Correct. in the day, you guys were more focused on going out there, kicking ass, 
grabbing the titles, winning the titles, held them for, it felt like, I believe, almost a, a year, like close to nine months to a year, you held the, onto those tag team titles because you went out there and did what you did best. Nowadays, it's like you're more, you're more uh, fan-oriented. You go out there, you put on the show, you become entertaining and everything. Um, and that's kind of where I go back to the lack of intensity thing that I mentioned last year. And I want you to kind of like tell me like why you believe I'm wrong on that because you got to see the difference, right? Um, you know the difference between a bad guy and a good guy, Travis. I I do, but it's okay. It's, and their styles are different too, right? Yeah, no, I, I trust me. I, I get I get the face heel thing. Trust me, I understand. Okay, I'm just checking, make sure you understand that. But I want. <laughs> Sorry. Steve, I will hang up on I you. was asleep for this interview, and that woke me up, so thank you. Um, but no, I, what I mean is, like, I mean, like, your, like, the way you are, it just seems different. Let, let, me, let me ask you, Travis, you've been around for, what, a couple of years now, right, watching shows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when I have to, I, I can be the old Hunter Payne. Uh, for whatever yeah. reason, people like to – involve my family, which I absolutely hate. Uh, when you bring my family in, I will bury a hole and I'll put you in there and I have no problem covering that hole up and uh, putting uh, grass seed over it, pissing on it to fertilize it and no one will know you're there. <laughs> um, don't mess with my family, man. No, and I, I know we had this conversation um, before about... Uh, the um, the situation between uh, Max Holiday and your son at the ARW show in Hammond uh, last year. I know we, we talked about that a little bit in depth when we had you on the show uh, this past fall or summer. I can't remember how long ago it was, but it does feel like forever when uh, when um, you can't go out and enjoy the independent wrestling scene as much as you can now. Um, but um, you did. At that point, there was that, that, that moment you saw the old Hunter Payne come out, and it was around that time where your uh, where your son got uh, struck by Max Holiday and everything. And obviously, it was unfortunate that we didn't see an ending to that match. It came out to be a countout. But you guys went on to have a couple great matches uh, following that, uh, some title defenses and everything. Um, win and losses this, um, aside from when you and Holiday uh, had your championship match, how does it feel wrestling like – a Max Holiday uh, over, let's say, wrestling um, like Max Blaylock. Like, like, how do you prepare for those two different kind of uh, wrestling? Well, when I'm wrestling Max Holiday, I'm in the gym hitting the weights, mm-hmm. getting as strong as I possibly can. When you're working a holiday, your cardio better be up. Or uh, uh, Max Blaylock, your cardio better be up because, um, like, physically he'll run circles around me, but don't let me get my hands on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, – yeah. I've, I've gone on record, I believe, and said uh, my first match with uh, Max Holiday in Hammond. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is no joke. I think we went full out for nearly 20 minutes. Uh, I mean, I it took everything out of me. That match did. Uh, we're you know we're in the locker room changing, man, and I sat in that chair, uh, Travis, no joke, for an hour and couldn't move. I couldn't take my boots off. I couldn't change nothing. Everyone's leaving the building. I'm still sitting in that chair. Just, I was just, I felt like I was through a war. The dude's no joke, man. Yeah. Uh, props to him. He's, he's a, he's a hell of a competitor, man. You know? 
I mean, I got 10 years on him, but, you know, still, he's a hell of a competitor, dude. And, you know, it is what it is. He, you know, he, he brought the best out of me, dude. He got everything he could out of me. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like where the passion falls into the business because at that time, it wasn't Hunter Payne versus Max Holiday. It wasn't anything to do with family. That was ARW versus SCW at that moment. You know, right. like, I mean, I mean, like I mentioned to Seno uh, earlier, I do believe at this moment, Max Holiday is the flag bearer of SCW because he is the SCW heavyweight champion. At this time, back in the ARW-SCW uh, feud, ARW was was uh, was led and run by Max Holiday, and SCW was run by you. You guys, you know, took your passion for the business that you grew through and brought it into that ring, and it had nothing to do with with uh, the situation with your family, it had nothing to do with titles on the line or anything. It, it was, was just, just two your... bulls going at it, man. Exactly, and it was one of the most hard hitting matches that uh, I have seen in such a long time. And it was really cool to kind of be part of that. I know a lot of people were bummed out to obviously see the, uh, the double disqualification or double count out, whatever it ended up being. Um, but to get that kind of resolution in the title match following the end of 2019 was really cool to see. Um, talk to me a little bit about the wrestling school. I know uh, obviously there hasn't been uh, too much uh, going on with it because of the whole shutdown and being locked out, but how has the school been coming along and, uh, how has the uh, the uh, students and stuff been coming along there? Uh, they've been coming along great, man. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, kids are running out. Uh, we've had we have some kids come in thinking this is what they want to do until they're there for a day or two and we never see them again. Mm -hmm. um, as you guys know, I spent a lot of time with uh, with VJ Price. I spent a lot of time with Max and uh, James Creed. And uh, JPH as well. These, these, those three, those guys there, man. To any promoter that that may listen to this, if you're not booking JPH and the Martin Day Sharpshooters, what the hell are you waiting for, man? Those guys are going to own the business in the next year or two. I can guarantee it. They, you have no idea. Like as good as they are, it's almost like no days off for them, man. It's like they'll call me up. Hey, can we open the gym. Hey, can we get some work in. Hey. You know what I mean? And I got to love that because that's how I was when I was younger. Um, I couldn't get enough ring time, man. Just couldn't get enough. And these guys are the exact same way. Yeah, well, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Creed, Blaylock, and JPH. Now, uh, we, uh, we saw all three of them uh, in the ring after Jake Andrews won the Genesis title at the last show. And all three of them want that Genesis title defense. And I don't blame them. Who'd, who would you pick? to go up against Jake Andrews? If you had to pick one, I know it's difficult because, you know, all three are great talents, but if you had to pick one, who would you pick? I hate to put you on the spot because I know you're close with all of them, but, you know, let's play down No, no, that's fine, dude. That's fine. You got to ask the questions, right? Um, maybe JPH. Uh, and the reason is, I could be wrong. I think he has a little more time than Max and, and uh, definitely more time than James. Mm -hmm. um, but he's also a bull, too, man. He's 250 pounds, and he wrestles like he's 190 pounds, man. He's just full goal all the time. You would never know that dude is as big and as strong as he is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because uh, I'm in there when I'm training, dude. He's He brings it. He brings it even in training, so... Uh, I, I just, just an edge, man. Just an edge to JPH. 
Yeah, and we and uh, we we talked about it earlier, you know, about uh, the match he had with Marche Brockett last month, uh, the triple threat between Brian and Marche uh, last year, as well as that feud he had with uh, RK Savage, the I Quit match uh, in uh, I believe it was Clifton. He seems um, to find himself in big spots, doesn't he? Right, and that's the thing too. It's like it's not that it's planned that way, but he makes it that way. He does. Like, every, he like, does. Every, Every wrestler should have the mindset of I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make the moment of the show that people are going to remember. And some people fall a little bit short. Some people exceed expectations. But it always seems when it comes to JPH, people are like, oh, this was awesome. But remember when JPH did this? Or, you know, like, hey, JPH stole the show. Even if he's not the main event or if he's opening the show or mid-card, whatever it is, there's always going to be that time where somebody says, did you see what JPH did? And um, I agree with you. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of the Sharpshooters. Again, ARW Tag Team Champions, uh, Rising Tag Team, and SCW. Hey, not to cut you off, Travis, but uh, in that, and you know, and then becoming ARW Tag Champs. Yeah, yeah, they got one over on me. That's right. We'll uh, be able to the triple yeah, threat. They, they ended up getting the win over me for them damn titles. All right, and that's, that's got to be an honor for them, right? I mean, like, I mean, I mean, to be honest, it was a little underestimation on my point, but man, those kids—they're they're for real, man. Yeah. Well, that was, the first, that was the first time you tagged against uh, sharpshooters, correct? It is. Yes. Uh, I actually can't wait to get in there. Uh, you know, not a triple threat, but just a straight up tag match with those boys. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, like because like you sit there and you watch the sharpshooters grow as a team, but recently we've been seeing a lot of individual uh, singles matches from them. So they're able to do both. It's not so much of a you know they succeed as a tag team, fail as a singles, but they're they're um, succeeding as both. And I think well, that's a I need uh, I need James Creed to get healthy. Um, you know the the bright spot and all this right training school down those shows. Mm -hmm. Everyone self quarantine. Uh, James Creed better come back a hundred percent. I hope you're listening, James. You need to come back a hundred percent and do what you do, man. Hopefully, this time off uh, does you well, and I believe it will, because the kid's hurt uh, and he just, you know, I should I should say injured. If you're hurt, you know, the old saying is, if you're hurt, you can go. If you're injured, you can't. Uh, even injured, this kid's sitting there uh, doing what he can. He's exercising, strengthening the. Uh, he'll get in there and just try to run some drills. I mean, he's hungry, man. No joke. He's, you know, so this time this time off here, Travis, um, you, I, I think you can actually see a new James Creed coming out of this whole thing. I hope so. I mean, when it, when it comes to uh, Creed, I think I speak with him and have more conversations with him over anybody. And it's not so much asking advice, but just my opinion on things. And, you know, you can take it or leave it. Like I said, like, I'm not – I'm not in the business. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a booker. I'm not a promoter. But I am a fan of uh, wrestling, and I've been around it, you know, from from elite pro wrestling, you know, and here. So I kind of get an idea of what I like to see, what fans like to see. So talking to him about, you know, getting that opinion from me, it means a lot. And I do believe that whatever comes from Creed and Blaylock or comes from the sharpest shooters together, they're going to keep moving up. It's like you said, they're going to take over this business along with JPH, you know, for the next five, 10 years. And Jake Andrews, I do believe falls into that same situation. I mean, that's why, that's why he's Genesis champion right now. It's I'll tell you he, what, Travis, I'm not, again, I, I, you know, I, I got to speak. Uh, I've had many chair shots in the head over the years. So <laughs> if I don't speak now, I may forget what I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, I believe my roster from top to bottom uh, I'll put it up against anybody's. Oh, yeah. um, 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think they're all workhorses, man. Uh, all of them. Uh, I think they all go out there and they all leave it on the line. Uh, I would, I, I would have a hard time picking, man. You put me, you, you tell me, you know, pair this guy against that guy or this team against that team. It wouldn't be a flat out, uh, win for one person. It would just be a slight edge because they're all workhorses, bro. They're all workhorses. Till you're in the ring with them, you have no idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, me- seriously, dude. You know, and again, I know you poke fun at me, bro. I, I am getting older, right? It is what it is. I can't, I can't fight that. I, I've been fighting that good fight for years. Been trying to fight the, the aging process, but it is what it is. Oh uh, man, these kids, these kids, bro, they're no joke, man. <laughs> well, I, I know, when, I know when it comes to you and I. You know, sometimes I throw out some little cheap shots there between my chicken wings and shit, but um, you're probably chewing on a bucket now, ain't you? Oh yeah, don't you hear the muting of the microphone? I do. Yeah, I do. I can hear you saying, "Bad Hunter Payne, please keep talking a little longer. I gotta swallow this bone." Right, trying to trying to hide the hole. <laughs> but I mean, I'll do this. I do respect you as a competitor, um, and I do love SCW. And uh, real quick, one more thing before I let you go. Uh, I talked to Nisa earlier. He has a goal twenty twenty four to be in the uh, wrestling ring. Uh, I gave him um, a, I, I gave him a fantasy booking opportunity. Him and Paloma Star versus a mixed tag. If you had to book that match, who is Nisa? And Paloma? <laughs> uh, who would I put away? Let, let's 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 bring back uh, Maverick Cage and Kamikaze. Really? Oh, gee, I, I went with uh, who did I pick? I picked Evil Sierra and Adam Cage. Not bad. I would love to see Evil Sierra back. That's not bad. That, that's one of my things because. Um, I mean, to have Paloma as taking, uh, and I'm sorry, Paloma as women's champion is awesome. I know she's a fan favorite, and she goes out there and she, you know, she kicks ass every single month, uh, especially the series of matches she's had over the last couple months with the same competitor. And I can't remember her name off the top of my head, and that's on me. That's poor journalism. Um, but there definitely needs to be more uh, competition for her going forward, and I'm excited to see who's going to try to take that title from her. But I mean, it's the same for all the. Uh, all the SCW championships, you know, like I'd love to see which tag team is going to step up against Elite Payne, uh, which competitor is going to step up to uh, Jake Andrews, and who's going to be that next main event guy to try to take that title from uh, Max Holiday. I mean, I think, I think, um, just from exciting my exciting times ahead for sure, man. Well, that's the thing. Like in my opinion, just in my opinion solely, I think of all four championships, you have the most dominant uh, wrestlers to hold those titles currently. So, I mean, like, if you were to have dissension next month, you know, that, I mean, that WrestleMania is already set for the four champions that you guys already have against whatever competitors that you could see pulling in. I mean, I would love to see, you know, you know, a, a sharpshooters versus Elite Payne, you know, match. I'd love to see a Sierra versus Paloma, a JPH versus Adam Cage. Um, the only thing is I don't know who is ready to step up against Max Holiday to take that title from him. That's my downfall. You know, and like and people can say like, oh, you can put Marche Rocky, you can put Sean Mulligan, you can put Ivan Manson. Yeah, that's all well and good, but I for me, I, I don't want to see those. You know, I don't want to see a Marche or a Mulligan or an Ivan going for the SCW title. There has to be someone else I understand. In, I understand. There has to be but, someone else in the locker room to go for that title. But here's what you gotta look at, man. Like uh and hats off to the Sentinel for this. A lot of people don't oh, Jesus. don't go by this, right? Heavyweight is just that, right? 
Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's like right around the 225 mark and over. Uh, a heavyweight is a heavyweight. And that's what the heavyweight title is. So you got to get these bigger guys in to wrestle these guys. So sometimes you may see guys wrestle two or three times in a year only because he doesn't have a choice. He's got to put a heavyweight in there with uh, with Max, right? Yeah. I, would so I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind a rematch with Max because uh, I feel I'm due one. But uh, the no, thing with SCW uh, is, and I think uh, a lot of you know or may not, there's no guaranteed rematches when you lose a title. Yeah. You going to say something, Steve? Oh, no. I'm just I, – I, Bob Daniels – He's over there chewing on a bucket of chicken wings too. <laughs> no, actually, I haven't ate nothing. I fell asleep in the interview. It's so damn boring. But uh, oh, damn I was going to say JPH versus Max Holiday would probably tear the roof off that place. I It would. I, I would mean, tend to agree with that. I agree with it, but like I mentioned to you and Bo earlier, I want to see somebody run with the uh, Genesis title before moving upwards. Because that's just me. That's just how I see it. Like, run with the uh, the, the mid card title, see how you do with it, and then move up. Um, I would actually wouldn't mind if it happens. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Maverick Cage come back to take on Holiday because there is a lot of heat there. Because out oh, of the geez. three, out of the three title runs that Holiday has had, Maverick uh, lost. You know, he, he won it from Maverick twice. Um, Hunter, if you ever face uh, Max Holiday again for the SC title, it has to be last man standing. There has to be a stipulation so everyone has a clear winner. And I get cage that. Cage you know, match. I prefer a cage, but okay. Cage I, I, I'll go with any. I go with any stipulation. Every good feud needs an ending, so to speak, man. I'm, that, uh, I'm down with anything. Don't, don't do uh, a We got to talk to the Sentinel to make that happen, so. <laughs> What, what, Don't do a scaffold match. Don't do a scaffold match. <laughs> yeah, definitely not doing that. <laughs> I'm, okay, yeah, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling. Big difference. <laughs> what, was <that> match, <laughs> what was that match you told me about uh, about a year ago that you used to do back in the day that involved like a body bag? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, what, what was the name of that match? Hell's Rules match. Yeah. Do that match. Bring that match back to SCW. Let's see. Let's um, see. Were you, were you at uh, Dissension a couple years ago when Austin Roberts and I put uh, the plague in the body bags? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I want to see that match with Hunter Payne versus Max Holiday. I got gotcha. you. Needs to happen. That so uh, we need to buy. Uh, we need to buy like, you know, I've been in a body bag, so they're not that big. We need to buy like two triple X body bags for that. What? That was a match that that kid tried to hit uh, Bow with the chair. I remember that. Uh, I believe you are correct. B.O.W. got that Memphis heat. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyways, anyways, you had you had bulletproof on here, which seemed to be a forever, and he had thrown a few shots at me. And what's that all about? Uh, is it because I've been kicking his ass up and down uh, uh, SCW every time we uh, cross paths? Well, what, what what what's your thoughts on the whole issue between Sentinel and Bulletproof? I mean, do you feel that there's any justification on Keith taking back control and Sentinel not doing his job right? Like what? But but he like can't that? just take back control, bro. I mean, there was a stipulation in a match a while back, and Keith and his guys lost, and here we are. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm not saying like you know, like you know, this guy's gone, this guy all that gets put into it. I mean, like if it was to happen, there has to be some work to go into it, but. What is your thought on Sentinel's uh, – I mean, let's face it, he's, he's had an attitude over the last couple months, and it's resulted in him getting booed out. Yeah, for so, some reason, fans are turning on him. And honestly, 
he doesn't play favorites, bro. He 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 does what he feels is best, and mm-hmm. uh, you can't blame him for that. You know, he's not mm-hmm. he's not pulling favorites. Unlike uh, you know, mm-hmm. Keys tend to pull favorites and try to help bulletproof out quite a few times in his tenure. I don't remember none of that. Yeah, convenience amnesia, right? Well, I got I got bulletproof on here saying Hunter uh, Payne, the blindest guy in the room. I've taken everything you had, and I'm still here. Any response to that? Anytime, any day. Right? Maybe a bulletproof versus elite pain tag team match. How about? Uh, fuck that. How about how about uh, a bulletproof versus Hunter Payne match? Ooh, like you go handicap? <laughs> That's fine. Oh, geez. I- Let's do it. I hope Sentinel's still here. Let's make that happen. Ooh, right. you, want, you, want it, you want to see old Hunter Hard- Payne? Go ahead, go ahead and get that one booked. Bulletproof just that, said Hard- That match, match will be over before it starts. I hate to tell you that. Fans bring weapons match. Perfect. I still got the side of the race car I brought, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that means I can throw these guys into you, right, Steve? Sure. Come on. Go ahead. That's like throwing them into a brick wall. Oh, well, um, Hunter, I do appreciate you coming on um, and sitting here and talking with us, man. I, you know, like I know you're, I know you're busy. I know you got a lot going on and everything. Um, so uh, we definitely got to make sure that uh, when this is all passed and everything, and we're all able to get back together and get to these wrestling shows, uh, me, uh, Dizzle J, Dally, we'll all get you back on the show and have another sit down interview because you got a whole career that. Uh, that we have yet to really know everything about, and I'm really excited to get to know that. Anytime, um, Travis, anytime, man. I know you don't like me, but uh, that's fine. You know, makes for a good interview, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever said I didn't like you. You I don't mean, have to say it. <laughs> you don't have to say it. It's all good. I can read between the lines, man. Travis, you know, you know what you need to do? What's that? You need to have a uh, Windy City show. So people understand the history of why Terry came out. You know, a lot of some fans don't understand. I'll tell you, not to cut you off too, Steve, but I'll tell you what: one guy that knows his independent wrestling history is that guy right there. That's you, Steve. Well, I appreciate that. Like your the knowledge you have of like Windy City and all that, and all the connections. Uh, when you would pull me aside of the show and talk to me, mind blowing. I had no idea you followed it that closely. But, and actually, but you I definitely, like, definitely did. <laughs> I only went to one show. You guys were at the Kinky County Fairgrounds. I just had the internet then. I was able to follow it. And, you know, that night Terry came out. I I have to admit, that was the first mark out moment I ever had. Next to meeting <laughs> Sam DeCero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great guys, man. Great guys. Well, that, that, you know, that is one more question I did have for you, Don, since you brought up Terry. Um Something's been bothering me, and I need you to answer it for me here, Hunter. Hopefully I can. I, I hope you can, too, because I tried doing this shit with Sentinel, and it just didn't work out. Um, you well, want... you bring out the worst in Sentinel for some reason, Travis. I'll tell you what, you guys are like water and oil. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm very easy going. Yeah, negative, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up on you. You won, the tag, or you won the SCW Heavyweight title in a battle royal, but you kind of won it because it was handed to you. Can you kind of like? Uh, I felt that I would have won it regardless, but okay. But could you explain like kind of the situation? Because like I, I tried to ask Sentinel this once before, and it, it blows my mind. Terry comes out with a briefcase that has the SCW title in it, and pretty much hands it to you. Screws over Ivan. 
I mean, like, can you give any kind of behind the scenes on like, I mean, like, did you know Terry was coming out for that? Do you know the whole reason? No, I had no idea. I, uh, actually, if you listen to that crowd, that crowd 100% wanted Ivan and I to tear each other up, as did I. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, that crowd was hot, man. They were, they were, they were dying for Ivan and I to tear into each other. And uh, Terry Allen, uh, I guess he had other plans. I really don't know what what the deal with that was, as as you can tell, uh, in the following shows, still kind of baffled. I feel they're still trying to pull my strings and and own me. Nobody owns me. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. owe anybody anything. You know, I did my time, so to speak, in Windy City. So, gotcha. but they keep trying to reel me back in. They tried to feel like they're doing me favors. Uh, what favors, man? You know, it's kind of like yeah. that old Rocky and Apollo. What favor? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What are you doing? I've, 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 with C Red coming on, I don't think they're done messing with you, man. Uh, I honestly hope you're. I hope you're wrong, Steve. I hope you're wrong because. Some reason Man, for C- I, I didn't expect C-Red to do what he did, but I was glad that he did what he did. But I hope you're wrong because it would absolutely crush me, man. Well, I, I would I'd start hurting people. No joke. I got. Uh, I, I, got feel, be- I feel like I'm being pulled pulled in, in, in several different directions, and it's almost like who do you trust, who do you don't. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. I don't know. Is there is there any worry on Maverick Cage coming back for some kind of retribution against what uh, Marco did to him? Um, not worried about it. Not worried about at it? all. Um, I think if you go back to the show that we've had in Tilly Park, uh, to that moment, he he as a professional understands why what happened to him happened to him. Yeah, you know, I was kind of curious about that because uh, we all saw him come out and uh, a lot of the newer up and comer guys that really didn't show the respect to uh, the Windy City guys uh, at that DWH show, but it seemed like. Uh, Elite Payne was kind of running as scheduled following that incident. Was this kind of a, like a laying in wait, biding your time kind of thing, or was it just like a, something happened in that final tag team match that broke uh, the cam- the straw that broke the camel's back? Because it almost seems like it was a planned out thing uh, up until the moment it happened. Something happened in there. Uh, you know, once again, Terry coming out and barking orders. I don't get what he has over everybody. Um. You know, everyone's, you know, doing as the Godfather says. You know what I mean? Uh, I love the Godfather, don't get me wrong, but, man, come on, guys, you know? <laughs> Everybody's doing it except for you. So that should tell you that something they're hiring people to do with the Godfather's dirty work. Something's going to happen at SCW this year with the Godfather. Well, I, I love to have a few you. words with him, to be honest with you. Because, to be honest with you, I think I've probably sent him eh, probably 15 messages since the Tinley Park show and not one response to any one of my messages. So, well, it, To me, it seems like Terry is the go-between. Terry's the buffer, problem? so to speak, between the Godfather go. and everybody else, yes. Yeah. You know, if the Godfather wants me to do something, have the Godfather come out and ask me himself. Well, it might be some history from when you were in Windy City that he ain't too happy with you about. I don't know. Uh, he's never liked me. Not even when I was with Windy City. See, so. maybe, uh, maybe we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> Hopefully he wants one more match. That's all I can say. We'll leave that there. That place would be sold out. Speaking of matches, VJ Price uh, recommends a VJ Price versus Hunter Payne match in the future. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, anytime. Nice. I have no problem with that. VJ is a hard worker. Um, I, you know, I would have no problem getting in there beating his ass. <laughs> the, the price, the price would definitely drop in that would, match. Would you beat his ass quicker than uh, Austin did? <laughs> uh, I'd give it a shot. It'd be like a beat the clock competition, right? <laughs> oh God! But don't 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 take anything from VJ, Steve. He's he's a great talent, man. He's a great talent. Oh, I'm not. I'm just saying though that that just resonates in my brain how Austin Roberts came out. Austin Roberts you know, still you know, kind of blew my mind because I never got my answer, Steve. I that, asked him one I'll, question and he, he didn't read my it. mind. That's what I was just getting ready to say. He never that answered is, it. That is uh, still hanging over. I don't know if many fans remember that, but you know, I I don't have no wife, so I remember all this shit. Um, I never got an answer. No, That's I didn't. Still hanging there. I didn't either. So uh, the one thing that has never happened in uh, my twenty-five plus years and. Uh, Roberts has been in, I'm going to say, probably about 18 years, 19 years. Um, you see all these tag teams up and down the road break up, fight each other, reform. Never happened with Roberts and I. Hope it never does. I would, I would, I would pay double to see that. Honestly, it's it's never happened. Um, we've had our we've had our differences. Um, Verbally, never got into a physical altercation with each other. Uh, and, you know, hats off to us. I believe that's why we were one of the best tag teams back in our day. No one could, I believe no one could touch us back then. But again, that could be one of the Godfather's plans. It's like nobody is talking about, after 10, 19, 19, everybody's just not talking about the Godfather. He's still looming. He's still He's pulling still the strings. He's still pulling he, strings. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Um, well, you could be right. Terry seems to be doing his dirty work. Well, Terry hasn't been around the last couple shows. I think that's just a ploy to... Yeah, it makes you game. wonder even more, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to take over your show here, Travis. I'm sorry. No, man. This uh, is Steve, it. Steve, maybe you should take over. You're asking better questions than Travis, so... I could. I could ask some questions that not a lot of people... That's know. because you might be a little more knowledgeable than the host. <laughs> See, this, this, this is our problem here, Hunter. You know, like everything's going good. I'm being nice, and then you just you just come and sentinel all over this whole thing, man. Sitting all over. <laughs> it's like you, you sit there and sentinel sits there how he plugs and promotes my show, but he calls it rinky dink and everything. I mean, that, that's all backhanded and shit, man. Come on, how dare you? That's because you fired him up. Sometimes <laughs> people say things in a race that they don't mean, Travis. I, I probably made him all huffy puffy as he sat there and rope and shit. But I don't know. You, you, you know, you got to have self control when you're talking to someone like yourself, because you definitely try to to bring the worst out in people. I don't think so. I think I try to bring the honesty out in people. I would just rather people be more like you know, now stop being so political and just speak what needs to be said. You know? and that's I think that's one of the best things about. You ask me a question, I tell you, man. Well, no, and that's what I was about to say before you interrupted me. I mean, I think one of the best things that comes out talking with you is you don't try to 
you know, make it political. You don't try to find the right answer to benefit everybody as a whole. You're, you're honest. You, you speak what needs to be said and you do it in your own way. I mean, all, all issues between us aside, I think that's what makes a conversation between you and me work is because you don't give me that, that, that flower ass fucking, sorry, that, that flower esque um, answer that makes everybody happy. You gonna you're gonna say what you have to say to make the right decision. And well, some people some people have to say things to make everybody happy. I don't necessarily have to. <laughs> no, and then, and that's and that's one of the reasons I like talking to you. At least we, you know, regardless of how you feel about me, you don't constantly interrupt me with a no, 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 wait, 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 blah, 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 blah. So. I do appreciate that, and that's why, you know, I'm more than happy to give you the time on the show whenever you, uh, whenever you want it, whenever you'd like to come back, especially doing stuff like this now. Um, and I didn't get a chance to say it to Sentinel because he hung up on me, but you can relate a message to him if he's not listening anymore. And I want to say it to you and everyone else as well is I appreciate you guys allowing me to do this for Southland Championship Wrestling. Um, you know, granted, uh, deep down, Travis, honestly, we appreciate it, brother. Believe me. Yeah, well, we it's appreciate like a, you, but 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 damn, but damn, you have a way of bringing out the worst people, <laughs> right? It makes it fun. Well, I was, uh, I think I was uh, talking to Steve uh, a little while ago, like when this whole idea of doing this came up, and if this is so successful and people enjoy it, I kind of want to maybe start doing this uh, the following Sundays after SCW shows once a month to kind of like recap what happened the night before. So That's if fine. people. So if people love doing this and people think this is uh, entertaining, then we could turn this into a monthly thing where we can recap what happened the, uh, the previous month and do exactly I'll tell you what, what I think now. you've been in talk with SEW guys, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't think you'll have trouble getting some of these guys on to talk to you. Absolutely not. I mean, I mean we, we had a lot of great people on. We Steve, you, uh, Neeser, we had uh, Sentinel on. DJ Price came on a little bit earlier. We had Bo Anderson on. And you said you had a lot of great people, and you went right into Bo and Steve. Uh, I don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> we are doing good, and you got to take your shot. See? Hey, if there's shots there, you got to take it. Okay. <laughs> I'll remember that. You, you used to love me, Steve. Not so much anymore. You're turning. You're turning. You're not, in turn I, I still respect you, bro. I just, you know. I like guess I that's said, all I can ask. That's all I can ask. People evolve. Tastes change, you know. Hunter, I appreciate you uh, being on the phone with me and talking with me, Steve. Uh, I appreciate the same. Uh, it's about twelve thirty right now, guys. I said we're going to do this till about two o'clock. I'm going to take a five minute break uh, because I drink a lot of coffee. Um, so, uh, and by oh, the way, Sentinel was yeah. right when he said he, I didn't get a notification either. I've been complaining to you about that for years. I, Maybe I, you do I, need to work that. Uh, I got one. Work that pod be better. Maybe he chooses who he's sending this this notification out to. I don't here's, know, but I definitely didn't get one. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'll try to I'll try to explain this the best I can. Um, Hunter, I joke a lot about you and your ability to use technology. Yeah, and, we don't get along very well. Yeah, um, I'm about the same. Like I'm learning everything as I go when it comes to what I'm doing. So everything I know, I learned in the fly. This is the second time I've done a live Podbean. So I don't know how notifications work through Podbean on this, but it will be something I will learn. That's why I created the event on Facebook. I got you. So, so <coughs> until I figure it out, as long as we continue to do so this. So you can poke fun at me, asshole, but you don't know much more yourself. So there you go. 
<laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bury myself. I mean, <laughs> but, but that's, but that's, why we, that's why we did the Facebook event so everyone knew. And that's why, we, you know, and I appreciate you guys sharing it and letting other people know. Um, because it's it's easier for me to do what I, I do know and not expect Podbean to send a notification. But that's why I encourage people to make sure that they subscribe to the Podbean, uh, follow us on here. So if we can set notifications properly, it'll get sent out to you guys. Um, so, But in the meantime, we will build the uh, event, and I will put the link to the event on the page so people can find it a lot easier. So Good deal. Hey, uh, before you let me go, Travis, I just want to mm -hmm. say uh, when this uh, – Quarantine is over. Yeah. Southland will come back better and stronger than ever. And uh, shout out to all the SCW Nation. I believe we have the craziest goddamn fans on the planet. I've been wrestling for a long time. Uh, SCW Nation, man, you guys take the cake. You guys are awesome. Uh, I do love all you guys and hope to see all of you guys real soon. Aww. Can Can I give you my mark response to that? Go for it. <laughs> I don't know how you could be better because you're the greatest company in the area. Well, I, I appreciate that, Travis. Honestly. I do mean it. I, you, I do mean thank it. you so much. Yeah, but no, I do mean it. You guys are incredible, and it's always fun and entertaining to watch uh, an SCW show. Every time I go there, it, like and like we mentioned about JPH, you know, taking uh, stealing the show. It's not only uh, JPH. You guys build a roster to make sure it's, it's entertaining from dark match to main event. You know, and you keep people drawn in. And it's not even the wrestling, but what you guys do for the community that makes you more than what other That's, companies want to offer. Hey, so. all that stuff for the community, man, I take zero credit for. That is 100% Bain X. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just pretty much do what he tells me to do in that aspect. <laughs> He's the man, you, man, dude. I think I think I saw him here. He'll be calling you after the break. So you can talk to him about all that stuff, man. He's He's the guy, dude. He, he has a heart of gold, and uh, he'll, you, you know, he doesn't do enough for the community. He does a lot for the community. He can't do enough, but in his eyes, he can't do enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I look forward to talking to Baynax. Uh, like I said, guys, uh, we're going to take a short break here. Um, it's about 12.32 right now. Uh, I'll be back uh, in about, let's say, five to seven minutes. Uh, you know, if you guys have an opportunity, go to the bathroom, grab something to drink and everything. Uh, I just drink like 24 ounces of coffee. So I'm going to go uh, get more coffee. So we'll be back uh, again. Hunter, thank you for being on. Steve, uh, thank you. Um, and uh, no we'll problem. be back. Take care of yourself, Steve. Peace. All right, bro. Come on, stay safe. Stay clean.